You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. This week, and because I have so many great patriots that want to come on the podcast, I'm going to extend it to the next week. But today, I have a very special guest, a friend that's dear to my heart because it's the state that I live in, and he's the state director for the Convention of States in Alabama, and his name is Murray Edwards. He exactly knows what's going on in his state. He knows the legislation. He knows what's happening, and his leadership is continued every day to grow the grassroots army that Convention of States needs in his states. And he is ingrained, which is great for a state leader to be ingrained in the legislators. So without further ado, Murray Edwards, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, thank you, Gunny. I truly appreciate allowing uh, you allow me some time to to talk to everybody today. Uh, it's, It's an honor. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. What I would like to start off with is everybody has a story of, you know, convincing the states that, you know, what kind of, you know, how, how did you get involved? How, how has it affected your heart? And really, it's really simple. Why, why do you do this? Why do you go out of your way to be part of convincing the states? What is it that, you know, what is it in you that keeps driving you, uh, to be part of this this great organization? Well, you, you have to take a look at a lot of different things. I spent uh, about 35 years in the corporate world, and I and basically it was training small business owners and things along that line and saw a lot of the challenges that they faced along the way. And uh, when I left the corporate world, I did some cult consulting on my, on my own. And... Uh, it showed even more problems that individuals were having and facing on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I actually got involved with another organization, uh, was with them for about, oh, six, eight months. And there was apparently another individual because I said we needed to get involved in state rights, things that are going on inside the state governments and things along those lines, which this particular organization did not do. And there was uh, an individual from uh, Convention of States also a part of that. She sent me a message and I spent some time and did some research and it wasn't hard. You know, I said, yep, this is the right organization. They have the right background. They have the people in place to to move forward. So I joined up as a volunteer. Uh, Spent six months as a volunteer, came on, moved up the ladder a little bit to a district captain. Spent some time doing that, uh, became a regional captain. And when the state director stepped down, I threw my name in the hat. I thought I felt I had the background. I built teams and worked with people for quite a long time. 
And lo and behold, they said, came back and said, well, yep, you can be the state director. And that was four and a half years ago. Awesome. So uh, been here a little while. Uh, we started off with about 15,000 supporters when I took, when I took the reins back, uh, you know, four years ago, we're now over 44,000. So we've had a tremendous amount of growth in the state. Uh, we had three or four people on the leadership team, uh, at that particular point in time. And now we've got about 40 to 45 that are pretty active across the state and in, in driving the message along with a, a good many active volunteers who have uh, stepped up and decided they want to participate in trying to make a change and what's going on. That's pretty much my history. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you for your service to America. And, you know, as you know, we've talked many times, I spent 20 years in the Marine Corps and it's military service, but civilians also have a great service to this nation. If you're not doing something uh, to help with liberty and freedom and abilities to be, you know, the Americans that were originally designed by the founding fathers to inherit this country with, then you're, you're failing as a, as a citizen. You're not doing what is necessary because the other side of the fence, they're doing everything they can to bring down uh, this country and convincing the states in my mind, other than, you know, just all out civil war or whatever you want to call it. Civil uprising is what I would call it. Other than that, there's, there's really much, not much we can do. I mean, we can try to continue to vote great people in, which we should to, to get into the legislation and get into, you know, County city, state, et cetera. Um, to help us get back to what I call the basics of America. So I know that you work with legislators all the mm -hmm. time. You're mm -hmm. directly connected. So how, uh, what you can bring to not only uh, us in Alabama, you can also bring to other state leaders in the Convention of States. How do you create that dynamic? What, what is the flow uh, to, to be able to, to get into that legislation process so that they can hear our voice? It, it, it takes time. Uh, you were getting back to the point of, of you know, why people get involved. Uh, each individual needs to take a look and see what, what they can do to give back. Uh, I was fortunate. Like I said, I had a wonderful corporate career, and I got to the point where I decided it's time for me to give back. And that's why I, you know, I started this journey uh, because that particular piece of the world was good to me and I saw the problems they faced. So I felt like if I can do my due diligence and my part, which may be a small part, but a part all in all that I would do it. And that's how I strive to, you know, with our team, uh, you've got to do it twofold. You've got to get to know the legislators in your area. Some people are afraid to pick up the telephone and talk to folks. And what I keep trying to tell folks is they're just like you and me. Mm -hmm. The only difference is they happen to be a representative or a senator and pick up the telephone and call them. If they don't call them, send them a text message if you don't have it. Get to know them in your area. 
uh, because eventually something's going to come up that is of importance to you that you would want them to know about and get their views on it. You, you cannot assume anything. Uh, yeah. You would think, you know, when you go back and you take a look at a, a, an elected official's voting record, you know, you would have thought he, maybe she should have voted this way on that and a different way on this. And until you get to understand their personalities and what they do, then you can get a full grasp of, okay, let's talk about personal freedoms. Let's talk about what's going on in our state that's going to hamper those. And then over time, form a relationship. I have a wonderful relationship with quite a few of the representatives and senators in the state house in, in Montgomery. We talk on a regular basis. I make a point uh, to try to get, reach out to them, see how they're doing, uh, how their family's doing. It's not always business. It's just, you know, hey, how, how you feeling? Some of them being under the weather. And they appreciate that. I called a bunch of them and wished them a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. They were shocked to get a phone call from somebody that was just calling to wish them a Happy New Year. You know, so you, they're people just like you and me. And they have to be treated that way. If you don't, then you're going to have a problem. If you try to attack them or or uh, shame them for something that they you thought they made a should, should have owed on, then what you end up doing is creating an enemy. And if you've got any kind of long range goals to accomplish anything, uh, you just shut them down. They'll never give you the time of day. And you know, if, if a, a bad situation comes up and you have to get involved with them, you've, you've created a uh, enemy, I guess you might want to say, or somebody would say, well, now the only reason you're calling them is because you need something, you know? So uh, we open up, we, we talk to them, we talk to them before the session. I talk to them when they're out of session, uh, as so do several members of the team uh, who know folks. And that's the only way to really truly form a bond. Uh, I get emails from them saying, hey, this is going on, or that's going on. And I feed them information too, which as understanding what's going on in your state, you have to have a full understanding of what's going on in your state in all aspects uh, that's occurring. That's from local issues, that's from school issues, that's from you name it, something that's important to you because their heads are down all the time. And sometimes they don't hear that stuff and they truly appreciate it when you can pick up the telephone or send them an email and say, did you know this was going on? And here's the documents that, you know, to, to uh, back that type of situation up. So like it's, it's helped us form a really good relationship with uh, a good many of the representatives in, at the state house. Awesome. The, um, the main, one of the main goals, the actually the, the real goal or the mission of convention of states is to grow a grassroots of self-governing people, Correct. which is what the constitution really is all about. This is, you know, great founding fathers understood that if the power comes from the, from the central government down, it's always destructive. But if it comes from the people up, it gets filtered, it gets, you know, realized, and, and the, the good things of society continue to grow as we're going along. So right. as part of, of a, as being the state director, you know, we, growing that grassroots, growing those individuals to, to be active, you know, have do action. 
Convention of States is yes, we have and we want to pass a or go to a convention and pass a proposed amendments to the Constitution. That's you know the, the long-term goal. Mm-hmm. But what we really want to do is we want to get Americans more engaged in understanding that you really have the power. And if we don't do something about it, then the legislators, you know, the tyranny and the, the elitists, they fill that gap. And this is what's happening. So as you're getting volunteers that are coming in and you, they start rising up to leaders, how do, how, how do you approach them? How do you get them to have the motivation of this self-government governance mindset? You know, what are those, what are the key factors that, that keep them engaged? Uh, it's, it's information and education. Uh, we have to, what I strive to do, and I think we all at times uh, let a few things slip through the crack, but, um, you know, as I talk to the leaders, the future leaders, you know, that are coming on the team, uh, I like to have a down-to-earth conversation with them. I'll talk to them for an hour and just find out, you know, do they have connections anywhere? Do, do they even know they have connections anywhere? Uh, you know, from that standpoint, have they gone to a, a city council meeting, to a county commission meeting, city hall meeting, or a school board meeting? You know, from that standpoint, because it always starts at home. It starts in the home community, starts in the hometown, and it feed, it works its way up. And a lot of people, you know, a good many of the phone calls I get these days are they start off with "I've never been involved," "I don't know how to get involved." but I see the need for me to get involved. I had two of those actually yesterday and we had wonderful conversations, you know? So, well, what's going on in your area? And they would say, this is happening. That's happening, that type of situation. And from there, what we try to build are groups in those geographic areas that can bond together and create teams that if one person can't attend something that's going on, maybe another person can you know, we'll start having uh, uh, what we call, what I call corridors, a quarter calls with the teams and say, let's talk about what's going on in, say, Mobile, Alabama, uh, in that area. What affects Mobile does not affect Huntsville and vice versa. So there has to be a strategy basically based on the demographics for each one of those geographic areas. So, you know, getting inspired people who have, are just really frustrated it's not hard to get people to fight, get, you know, up in arms, but they have to understand the right way to go about doing it. And that's what I try to do is, is you know, you can't yell and scream and holler and, and fuss and all that kind of stuff. You've really got to calm down. You've got to be able to have a legitimate conversation with somebody to talk about the issues as you see them. Uh, what you think may be a solution because they're looking for that kind of stuff too, because they don't always, always have an answer. And, uh, you know, so I strive for the team to be as educated as they can on things that are going on in their particular geographic areas that they reside. And it's worked pretty well for us. Uh, We've got groups, uh, small teams now that are in basically all the metropolitan, large metropolitan areas across the state of Alabama and now it's branching out into some of the rural areas uh, that uh, you know Alabama's classified a red state, and for the most part it is. 
but they are actors who are now trying to branch out into some of the smaller uh, counties to change that. And we have to stop it. You know, we have to make sure that those groups aren't um, interfering with the local governments, uh, therefore changing the makeup of that government and where you might have had a conservative group on the city or the county, now you don't. Uh, they've been able to seat some people that uh, they shouldn't have. And the reason that's occurred is because the people in those areas have not got involved to understand where the problem lies. Awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's really, it's bringing people together as, as a group, you know, and on, on the podcast yesterday when I was talking with Erica Hatfield from Texas, I have a, I think a new term for convention of states that I don't know if it's ever been used before, but at, you know, a church and God's church is bringing people together with the truth. And that's what we do. We go to church to be with all the people that are part of our church, part of God's church. And we meld with them and we help each other. And when somebody has a problem, then it's almost like this big, huge family. So I look yep. at it. I look at COS kind of like this constitution church. You know, everybody understands and wants us to go back to the constitution. So all these people are gathering together into what I call the, the constitutional church. So what you're describing is, if, and this is how I got involved in COS, is because I was just looking for a constitution uh, group to be part of when, when I lived in Arkansas. And it just so happens, you know, they were talking about COS at the time. So I think this is, this is if, if it's in your heart, if you really understand, or if you don't understand the constitution, but you know it is how this country is supposed to be run, then COS is, is an awesome place for you to come be part of. It's, it's just a place where you can come into a group of people that are you know, like-minded and, and want to actually save this country and, and do something about it instead of you know, throwing bricks at the CNN TV every night because <laughs> you know, they're lying to you, you know, those oh, kind yeah. of things. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh... You know, sometimes, like I said, people get nervous, uh, but if you can put them around the group of people that, as you said, are like-minded and in those groups, you're going to have uh, more uh, people who aren't afraid to outreach, aren't afraid to make some phone calls. And over time, that will rub off on the folks who are shy, you know, from that standpoint. Uh, we're not a shy organization. Uh, we do things the right way, but we also need to have our voices heard and you need to have, they need to have their voices heard on concerns. Uh, you know, as a past state here in Alabama, some of the biggest challenges that we used to face that we don't face anymore is they say, okay, you've passed a resolution. We passed a resolution on May 22nd, 19th, uh, excuse me, 2015, the fourth state to pass the COS uh, resolutions. Wonderful day. At that particular time, though, I wasn't part of the team. Uh, I came on uh, a couple of years later, but uh, it was wonderful. The problem that occurs is once you become a past state, a lot of people think the job is over. 
and really the job is just beginning. And that's what I have tried to try to do as we bring people in is, well, you passed a resolution, so what do we do now? Well, guess what? We've got a lot more work to do. And uh, so we work toward those things. That does bring good people into the organization, uh, people who know people. Uh, even though we, I say we have 44,000 folks in the, in the, in the uh, organization here in Alabama, uh, I always use the term circle of influence because every person deals with three to four to five people. So in essence, our circle of influence is well over 150,000. You know, so because usually one person signs to petition in the family or one person signs up to be a volunteer or whatnot, but everybody in that family typically thinks the same way, occasionally not. And so uh, that's one of the, the comments I always have with a, with a member of the, of the state house. Understand this 44,000 makes us probably one of the largest conservative constitutional groups in the state of Alabama and growing by, by far. I mean, there's other groups out there that have two or 300 people, a couple of them got a thousand people. There's very few who can sit there when you tell somebody, you 44,000 folks, and this is how other, many other people they touch, then it gets their attention and they, they tend to listen to us. But it's all about building family. And I use the word family quite a bit. If, you're, if one member of our family's got a problem, the other one's got a problem. Uh, and we all try to chip in to help out. Uh, so everybody feels like, okay, we're in this, in this, uh, for the long haul to, uh, make the changes we need to make. Awesome. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, Murray, I, I, I want you to stay on the subject of the fact that Alabama passed the convention of States. Okay. And like you're saying, uh, you know, even, even our supporters and our leaders, in the organization kind of get lack, lackadaisical sometimes saying, okay, you know, we passed it and we did, you know, the leg work and all that, but that's just the start. That's the initial, you know, engagement with the legislation. If we don't stay continuously stay engaged, then the, the enemy, the people that do not want to have this convention or do not want us to have self-governance is going to grow and grow and we have to continuously bring in and work with new legislators to ensure that we uh, continue with Alabama. So when we get back from the break, uh, we're with Murray Edwards, the state director of Alabama, and we're going to cover the future of Alabama and the fact that just because we pass doesn't mean the battle's won. We'll be right back. Stakes are incredibly high. The Dow dropped nearly a thousand points. And it's it's intimidating. It's frightening. The partial government shutdown. We all know that our government is way off track. The debt is astronomical and is going to cripple not only our own freedom and our own economy, but our children and our grandchildren are going to be effectively slaves paying for all of the things that we're spending money on today. We also know that Washington, D.C. will never fix itself. The Founding Fathers recognized that this was a potential as well. And in Article 5 of the Constitution, they gave us a solution. The states have the power under Article 5 to call a convention of the states for the purpose of proposing amendments to the Constitution. Because sometimes what you need is not a change of personnel, 
you need a change of structure. The founders understood the importance of structure and they gave the power to the states to create a new set of rules. When the federal government overstepped its boundaries, we could recalibrate the rules to take power away from Washington, D.C. and give it back to the people and to the states. There's a simple plan for doing this. There are 4,000 legislative districts that are really crucial to us. and We want to have grassroots organizations in 4,000 legislative districts across the country. These are state house legislative districts because the state legislature is what matters. We need you to join with us. We need 100 citizens in each of these districts to be citizen volunteers and local leaders to make sure that Washington, D.C.'s power is taken back and return it to the people. The Founding Fathers understood that structure was an important part of preserving liberty. Please join with us at conventionofstates.com and help us preserve liberty not only for ourselves, but for our children, our grandchildren, and the generations to come. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Got a, another special guest on the Patriot Cause, Convention of States, State Director for Alabama, Edward Murray Edwards, is on today with us. And we're so excited to be able to, to actually host these great Patriots. And we're talking about before we continue on talking about Alabama and the future of Alabama, where we're going, I want to remind people of this. Leaders are, are people anywhere at any time. It, it's not just because I was president or because I'm a CEO of a company, I'm a leader. An individual person has the capability. One person can change the whole outlook of a culture and or of a nation. So we're bringing those leaders into this organization, and Murray Edwards is definitely one of those great leaders of Convention of States because he has done a wonderful job with Alabama. But like we're talking about before the break is just because Alabama passed the Convention of States resolution doesn't mean that the fight is over. It's actually the beginning of the fight. So, Murray, can you give us a a synopsis or a, you know, how the strategy and, and what we do as supporters and leaders of Alabama to ensure that we continue to work with the legislators and the supporters and grow the grassroots in Alabama. Certainly. Uh, I'll go back to when I first came back, came on board as a volunteer. And when I would talk to what was in the current state director, uh, the first question I would ask is, well, I, at that particular time, I was fairly young to the convention of states. And I was saying, well, wait a minute, we're a state passed, what, a, a state that has passed the resolutions. What do we do now? Never really got an answer, you know, and, and kept asking and kept asking. And the further I got up to like when I got to the regional captain role, uh, I started getting adamant about it. You know, we can't continue down the path that we're a past state and all is well with the world. And, um, you know, eventually the, the state director passed out, uh, passed, uh, left, retired. Uh, he had a couple of businesses he was trying to run, just didn't have the time to, to do the things he needed to do. And they graciously allowed me the opportunity to, to step aboard as the state director. 
And the first thing I did was start trying to clean up things and start develop, developing a strategy for what we would do next. Uh, because if you're not looking out six months to a year as to what's going on in your environment, then you're going to get caught off guard on things. So uh, the first thing was to make sure that everybody who was still active wanted to be active and say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to shift. We're going to stay focused on convention of states. The ultimate goal is to get the resolutions passed in 34 states so we can call a convention and rein in the federal government. I mean, that's our ultimate goal. But in the meantime, we have got to develop a strategy across the state and particularly some of the more liberal areas so we can get our word out so we can get maybe some more folks from those areas involved. And that meant uh, getting involved, as I say, cl the closest to home as you can get is where you need to start. So I started pushing that and pushing that and, so, you know, and finally it caught hold. And what we've been able to do now, as I said earlier, we now have teams in all the major metropolitan areas across the state. Uh, we have smaller groups now. And these are district captains. You may be just volunteers who have stepped up and said, I don't have the time to be a district captain, but here's what I'll do. Uh, setting up town hall meetings so we can meet with the, the people in, in those geographic areas. Dinners, little one-to-one -one get togethers with people in the community. We had 45 events in 2021 where we went from having as few as three or four to what I call a little round table discussion to as many as 120, 130 people showing up to listen to what we're doing. And we just had our first one for 2022. Uh, just last Friday night, we had 15 people, I think, show up, 10 to 15 people, because there are people coming and going. But they are very attentive. Uh, they, they understand the challenges that are being thrown at us from up north. They don't like it. They see a challenge that what's going on in the Beltway is going to affect what goes on here in Alabama, the legislation that some may pass. And they're very disturbed about it, very concerned about it. So that's what we've done. I mean, we have, uh, we got involved in our school systems. Um, I started that about six, seven months ago. And what we've created now is what we call our educational task force. And these are moms and dads and aunts and uncles who are diligently going to the school board meetings, finding out what's going on in their schools. We, we've uncovered quite a few terrible things. You would not think the state of Alabama, which is supposed to be so red, would have alternative curriculums being taught in their school and also being taught to the teachers. Uh, so we've been able to uncover that. And we have fed that information to key legislators who are about as adamant as we are when it comes to issues like that. And we now have a bill that's going to be introduced this week. Uh, session just started to ban any kind of CRT or, or uh, alternate curriculums in the schools here in Alabama. And he takes it one step further. Not only will it be schools, it will be government contractors who are contracted out by state or by school to teach this stuff. It's going to touch the state agencies. It's going to state touch the uh, contractors. And it will touch some of the businesses that do. That was efforts driven by Convention of States people. And uh, it's worked very well. And like I said, the, the representative, uh, I meet with him 
almost every week. And he's worked on this thing now for six months. We've gotten broad support. And a lot of those efforts came from information that we were able to provide to him. That's how, once again, you start creating that bond with a legislative person where he sees the same challenge you do. And we have to do that across the board. Uh, more states have got to get involved in that type of uh, more past states. I mean, the focus for a non-past state naturally is one thing, get the resolutions passed so they can move on. But we can't sit idly by and wait for those states to catch up with us. We have to stay active. And that's what we've been able to do here in Alabama is, is, is keep the people active. And yeah, we talk about federal issues. We talk about them all the time. But then we have to drill down and say, based on that bill passing, let's say, in Washington, what's it going to do to affect the people here in the state of Alabama and the legislation that our representatives and senators may be passing are going to be affected by those. So uh, I spend a good bit of my time, I say it, reading bills, which are about the boring, most boring thing you can ever do in your life. Sure. But you find things in them. And that way we can educate the team and we can educate the legislators. Uh, well, by the way, did you know that in this bill, this is going to occur? And typically they don't know that, you know, so uh, we will continue to do that. Uh, we are rolling out a, uh, a veterans coalition here in the state of Alabama. We have 45, a little over 4,500 veterans uh, in the organization here in the state of Alabama. It's key. To, to educate our veterans there, they, they took an oath and many of them say that oath never goes away. So we're doing our best to try to get as many of our veterans across the state now involved and we'll have specific projects. We're working on those right now for their expertise and their background to use it so we can help drive certain things you know, down at state capital. So a lot of the, what I call the, great freedom patriots of America that, you know, some of them don't vote, never voted. You know, they just kind of have farms and businesses and just like, leave me alone, you know. Yep. But when I was a state director in Arkansas and we were trying and working and growing the grassroots to, to pass Convention of the States in Arkansas, what I found out probably through the hard way was legislators pay attention to the people within their districts, mm -hmm. so their constituents. So when we're talking about like numbers, mm -hmm. a, a lot of people think that, well, you got to have like 30,000 or 40,000 people in Alabama, you know, to, to make changes or, you know, make the legislator go in a direction they want to go. No, it's actually lower than that. What I mean by that is it's really in the districts. It's in the, it's in your, where you live. Mm -hmm. I agree. So when, we, when we started showing these legislators that, you know, you have 350 people in your district that support convention of states. And to them, they're like, that's huge to them. Reason behind it is a lot of active people don't bring this number of people. And as that number grows, more and more legislators start standing back and going, wait a minute, this is what the constituents are. And what I'm, why I'm bringing that up is if, if you're listening to the podcast or watching us on rumble, 
and you're thinking, you know what, it's not going to matter if I join Convention of States because there's, you know, there's 45,000 people in Alabama that's already part of it. No, you're joining Convention of States so that your name and, you know, your views are passed to your legislator. When you sign a petition for Convention of States, it goes directly to your legislator. That's so, correct. so, Murray, how can, I mean, what can I do as a person that's not part of Convention of States today? How do I get involved? Where do I go to be part of this team that's in uh, Alabama? Well, first you go to Convention of States website, you sign the petition. And as you just indicated, the minute you sign that petition, an email is sent to their representative or their senator in that particular district within with within which you reside. We have people in every house district in the state of Alabama. There's 105 house districts in the state of Alabama. Hard to keep track of them. Some of them are very rural. Uh, some of them aren't. And I, I jokingly, I ran into one of our representatives uh, last year when I got an invite down to the state house, ran into him in the hallway, and he made the comments, so, well, how many do you have now? And I told him, and he says, I think I'm getting every last email that comes out because they're coming to him. He sees them, and he he's one that will open the email. I've seen it. I know he's responded to uh, a good many f folks because I get emails from the people who signed up and say, oh, by the way, I just got an email from my representative or representative from my senator. Now, unfortunately, not all of them do. But a lot of them actually do take those emails to heart that you've signed up and you are now involved. Uh, we go down to the state house. Now, unfortunately, the last two years, we've been caught up in the, as everybody else has been, caught up in this COVID nonsense. And, and it's limited the ability to people to go to the state house, uh, but it's not stopped, does not stop you from calling them in their home office. Uh, or in their area. A lot of them work, you know, so it may be a while before they get back to them, but I can't remember a time. I know when I've called a representative for something that uh, I did, if he was busy, I got a text message back, say, I'll call you back in a few minutes. And many of the leadership team get the same way as do the supporters, you know, from that standpoint. So uh, you become part of the solution the minute you sign up and, and do the petition. You become a part of the voice uh, that is that goes to uh, your member of the House and Senate uh, every day. And every day they're getting pinged by a new person coming into Convention of States somewhere in this state. Uh, you know, a representative will get an email tomorrow morning saying, oh, guess what? I've got a, a new one. And we remind them when, when we go in and sit with them, your house district has X number of supporters or your Senate district has X number of supporters, you know, and some of them, the ears perk up, the eyes light up a little bit, you know, when, when those people are coming in, because they do now know, excuse me, that there are, are people still joining the group and it's not stagnant, it's just not sitting there, that it continues to grow. And I let the representatives know on a regular basis, guess what? We have this big, every conversation I have with them. This is how many people we have. This is how many people you have in your district. And we just need to keep telling them that. So 
the first way to get involved is to sign the petition. Uh, after you do that, uh, you might consider being a volunteer. Uh, we have two types of volunteers. We have a, a, what we call an active volunteer, and we have a, a volunteers who will make phone calls on occasion or send an email on occasion. Uh, we usually do a, a what we call a statewide call to action if something's coming up, and we'll send a blast out to everybody in some form or fashion to say, "Did you know?" And you know, from that standpoint, so uh, communications is key. We're working on a few things right now to improve. Uh, communications across the, the state. Uh, we have younger people coming involved, getting involved now. Uh, they don't typically like emails. They respond to text messages. So we're putting together some things that we can reach the, the younger generations. I think our youngest member is about 19 years old and our oldest is 92 and everything in between uh, there. And so each generation communicates in a different way. And we have to adapt to that. And that's been what, what I've been doing over the Christmas holidays is determining how best to reach out so they can be part of the solution if they so desire. Uh, some people read it and say, okay, well, that's good. Some people are going to read it and say, I don't like that. I want to make a phone call. So they get a phone call, you know, or I get a phone call saying, what can I do? What, what's next? Uh, I probably get 50 to 60 phone calls a week. Uh, from people across the state, embarrassing sundry, I've signed the petition, you know, what can I do? Or I've signed a petition and I'm a volunteer, what can I do? And we just, we actually, that's how we've been able to build our, our teams out. And we have some teams that are just going gangbusters all the time. We have some that have made, you know, people who work have staggered schedules and you have to work around that. You know, people have personal lives to me, family life and work and church. And that's always first. Uh, somebody's got a problem, they have to step away for a little while. That's fine, step away. But um, uh, we, we try to keep as, you know the folks as active as they can. You know, from my perspective, and fortunately, we've, we've been we've been fortunate that strategy has worked. So, one of the things that you said at the beginning of the podcast that's important is the legislators are people just like us. When we pass the convention of states resolution in Arkansas, what we did after the vote was finalized is we sent letters and cards to all the legislators that supported and passed the Convention of States. So the next time I went to the Capitol, this, leg this female legislator came up to me and she said, Bud, I have been a legislator in Arkansas for six years. I've helped pass other bills, you know, other resolutions. I have never received one single card except for convention of states. That's the organization that we are a part of. Correct. And again, they're people like us. So to her, it was like getting a, you know, a birthday card or a Christmas card. She was appreciated for what she did. And her efforts, because they have to work hard to pass these bills. So I just wanted to tack on the back of what you're talking about. When you become part of Convention of States, you become connected to these legislators. They may not know you face to face unless you actually go meet them and, you know, call them up and say, let's go do coffee. But they know who you are. 
because they see the number of people that are coming in to the organization. So with that, Murray, I'm going to give you the last word. Is there anything that you want to pass on to our supporters and people that want to be part of COS in Alabama and get involved in this great grassroots organization for self-governance? First, I want to thank everybody. Uh, People take their time out of their day to day to to get involved in issues that are very important to you. And, and, you know, sometimes you may not necessarily have that amount of time. So anybody, I always joke around, say, if you can give me five minutes, I'm a happy guy. If you can give somebody 15 to 20 minutes, I'm ecstatic because, you know, everybody's got their own time of day and what Mm -hmm. they can do. And I, I stress that. So thank you to, you know, our members here in the state of Alabama, the members of the leadership team and, and all the supporters that we have across the state. We, we could, would not be successful if it wasn't for that. Uh, your support uh, helps us tremendously. It keeps me going. I love it when I get phone calls from people just out of left field, uh, just asking questions. Uh, that, that means our message is getting out. It's spreading. That means volunteers and supporters are talking to their family and friends. And, and I get phone calls that they say, do you mind me giving you, giving me, giving you phone number out? Don't care. You know, I'll take a phone call from anybody from nine o'clock in the morning and nine o'clock at night. And they all know it. And, uh, except Sunday, I do take Sundays off, but, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> and you should use, use Sunday to try to recharge a little bit. But thank exactly. you for everybody who has signed up. Now, for the folks who want to sign up or want to more, know more information, I suggest you go to the Convention of States. There's great resources that you can take a look at if you just have questions about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and how you can get involved. There's wonderful uh, videos that you can watch. There's uh, papers you can read. And if you so desire you know, to get involved, sign our petition. Have a multitude of things that an individual can do. It's based on your talent and what you feel comfortable doing. I uh, was actually talking to a, an individual yesterday. She's coming in as a volunteer, uh, but she thinks she wants to step up, but she wants to do it gradually. So nobody's going to force anybody to do something that they don't want to do. Uh, I'll never put a person in a situation that they're uncomfortable. Uh, they can count on that. You know, so, um, you know, just think about what you'd like to do. Uh, if it's just simply send an email or make a phone call every so often, that's wonderful. And I thank you for it. But the first step uh, to get involved is going to convention states, signing our petition, and then stepping back to see what can I do that I feel comfortable doing and then get it involved. Like I said, there's a multitude of things that you can do. Uh, I'm sure there's something in your talent uh, or, or your personality that matches what you might want to do and that's key and uh you know go from there we'll continue to grow the team wants to hit fifty-two thousand people this year um that will put us at over one percent of the overall population of the state of alabama and when you can tell somebody we represent one percent of the population mm-hmm. that's big that's We're huge. not quite there yet we're almost at one percent now uh we'll hit one percent sometime during the year but the team wants to, we grew 23% last year. They want to hit 25% this year. That's phenomenal growth. Uh, there's a lot of issues. A lot of people want to get involved. And I welcome you aboard. 
uh, you'll get an e you know you'll get an email welcoming you. If you sign up to be a volunteer or somebody on the leadership team, you'll get a phone call from me, and we'll sit and we'll talk about things and and see what you think like you want to do. But uh, I you know Bud, I appreciate you allowing me to spend some time with the folks. I hope Absolutely. they find it uh, beneficial. Uh, they can always call me, and if they have questions, if I'm not in, in if I'm not busy or on a call, I'll call you right back. But uh, I thank you again for letting us uh, be part of the of your podcast, and uh, you know, think about it. Join us, come on board, and 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 help volunteer. Let help us change Alabama, so we can help change the country. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, pleasure is all mine, and pleasure is all the pot uh, the Patriot Card Pod podcast, and we're so thankful that Americans are standing up and. I'm glad I actually have this opportunity to, to give you and Alabama the ability to reach more supporters and, and your leaders. Because even as leaders, we got to stay motivated. And this is a way for our leaders to not only listen or see what's going on, but they can say, hey, look, they can pass this to their families. They can tell them about the podcast. They can tell them about convention of States and it just, it's just going to grow. And eventually, eventually the evil people, the people that want to take this country down, they're going to come to a conclusion that they're failing. And I think the tide's turning and thank to great leaders like you and the convention of States cause that we're doing, we actually have an opportunity to change it, to get it back, and to undo what I call the Obama conceptual idea of transformation of America. America doesn't need to be transformed. Uh, we're, we're, pretty good. we're pretty good. <laughs> it just needs to be free and liberty right. for all people, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from. And that's what Convention of the State stands for. So have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Murray. And we will definitely check you out on the Convention of States. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You too. Patriots, we're at a turning point in our country. And that turning point is we give in to the tyranny of the government and the leftists. Or we fight to save our country exactly like the forefathers did against the tyranny of King George. This is where we're at. So I'm asking you, if you're not doing anything, if you're not running for office, going in talking to your school boards, going in talking to the mayor, the sheriff, if you are sitting on your couch eating bonbons, then you are not participating in saving this country. Go to the convention of states.com. Sign up, sign the petition, become a volunteer. And if you have it in you, become a leader of convention of states. And we can save this country. This is the gunny out.